Welcome to Wednesday's edition of Hot Takes. I'm David Smith. Alongside me is Cody Blazak, and we're going to start in college football. The new college football playoff rankings dropped last night, and not really a lot of surprise. We all knew who was going to be at the top. Uh, no movement from the top four, no movement in the top seven at all. Um, the big shocker of the week was Oklahoma going down. They fell five spots at number 13, They're currently behind Oklahoma State and Baylor now, which is going to shake up some Big 12, a lot of Big 12 action going on in the remainder of the year. Potential for Oklahoma and Oklahoma State to face off twice. Of course, Baylor pulling off that big upset. They only moved up two spots, though, in the rankings. Wake Forest also moved up two spots after their win over NC State. NC State dropped to number 20, um, making appearances in the top 25 this week. Houston at number 24 and Mississippi State at number 25. Uh, their big win over Auburn, our big win over Auburn, as I should say. But any surprise here, Cody? No, but Mississippi State is the first four-loss team in the rankings this year. So, I mean, I think that's neat, especially coming out of Starkville. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot of surprise in these rankings. Um, I think the big thing is just that that 7-4 to four spot how that's going to shape up at the end of the season. Uh, two weeks left. I think it'll be uh, an interesting two weeks. Michigan State and Ohio State face off this week. I wonder if Michigan State beats Ohio State. I wonder if, if they'll just replace each other. If they'll put Michigan State back in at four and they'll put Ohio State in at seven. I'm, uh, I'm very interested to see how that would shape out if that were to happen. That is definitely, it seems to be the, the game of the week right there in college football, Michigan State and Ohio State, 11 a.m. kickoff on ABC. Kind of a surprising they didn't move that one to a night game, but Ohio State sits in a 19-point favorite at the moment, which is a crazy high spread for, you know, this them being number four and number seven. The Seems to be some belief that Ohio State is just that much better than Michigan State. They have looked like it recently. That Ohio State, I wasn't sure about them at the beginning of the season. They were struggling, but they look to have gotten their pieces moving a little better. So I'm uh, I'm curious to see how that game shapes out. That will be one to watch this weekend, of course. And it is in Columbus, so little little advantage for Ohio State. Of course, another big game this weekend going on. Oregon on the road traveling to Utah. That's your night game on ABC right there. Oregon goes down this weekend. Utah is a field goal favorite in this game. Utah has been has looked really, really good over this recent stretch. Over the past month, they've been just dominating opponents. Going back, that Oregon State loss was an ugly one, but aside from that, they really have looked dominant. They've earned this top 25 ranking, and I think that there's they're favored for a reason. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think this game will be more interesting than people realize. I, I mean, it's just it's odd the way th- this college football season has been very weird to begin with, but we've seen a lot of just a lot of either unranked teams or low-ranked teams against high-ranked teams be favored. So I think that's it's just odd. You don't see that very often. We've seen that quite a bit this year. So, I mean, it's it's going to be something to watch. I think it'll be a good game. 
Yeah, Oregon has not looked their strongest over the past couple of weeks. Um, they they beat Washington by ten and Washington State by fourteen, but neither of those two teams are really very good this season at all. So shaping up with this matchup against Utah, that will definitely be one to watch. We'll dive into that more Friday as well as the Alabama Arkansas game is the SEC game of the week. Um, but that one, really, I think that we're in agreement that Alabama should walk away with that one pretty handily. Yeah, Bama. I think Bama should roll. Looking, moving over to the NFL here. We've got Thursday night football coming up tomorrow evening, and that is my Patriots on the road in Atlanta playing the Falcons. Patriots are a touchdown favorites. They're about to go seven and four. Yeah, I I, I think they roll in this one. I, I expect them to take care of business. No doubt about it. Mac Jones has established himself as the offensive rookie of the year favorite. He looks like he's starting to establish himself as an elite quarterback in the league, too. It seems like week by week, they're letting him do a little bit more of his own thing, not holding him back as more. And I mean, we said out of the rookie class, we thought it would be Mac Jones that excelled this year and probably ended up being the big name out of that draft class. And I mean, he's living up to expectations. I have nothing to complain about him and... He's as a rookie. I don't think you can do much better. Yeah, his his throws, his ball placement has looked crisp. It's looked really, really, really good. No doubt about it. And I expect him to keep it rolling here. I mean, the Patriots are on fire. They've won four in a row. Chris Collinsworth, the the Sunday Night Football announcer, actually tweeted out yesterday that he he sees the Patriots in the Super Bowl. He has called. The Super Bowl four times. All four times the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl. He's calling the Super Bowl this year. Patriots. History history writes itself. I, I'm excited. I, I mean, I didn't expect this Patriots team to look as good as they have this year. I really didn't. I knew they would be improve, much improved from last year. Obviously, moving from Cam to Mac Jones. That was a great move. I knew they would look good. I don't know if they could squeak into a wild card spot, but I really do feel this is a team that can make a deep playoff run. They could they could win at least. I I mean they they will, they'll be playing on the on the first round. I don't know if they'll take the division from Buffalo or not, but I don't see them taking the number one seats. They'll be playing that first weekend. They 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 do have a rough rest of the season though. You're you're gonna pay, play the Falcons this week. After that, you have the Titans. Then you have the Bills, Colts, Bills, Jags, and Dolphins. You've got three very tough games in that stretch. Absolutely. I mean, these these after this week, you looked at it, and it's it's Titans and Bills right there, which they already have New England favored by a field goal against the Tennessee Titans. Which, which is crazy to me. But, I mean... We talked about it some Monday. I mean, the Titans aren't... They're not doing anything flash or anything special. They're just winning games. Well, same for the Patriots. They don't do anything flashy or special either. They just... They're a well-coached team. Absolutely. And it doesn't – it's how the Patriots have always been. You don't need anything flashy. You just need to know how to win ball games, and it looks like this year they know how to. These past two weeks have been both very dominant performances from New England, obviously. They are getting better from week to week as well. They just look more like a team, and they look better together week after week. So if they keep that up – 
I mean, it's possible they only lose two games the rest of the season. Yeah, the sky is the ceiling for them, obviously. I think I think we both think that they'll take down the Falcons on Thursday. The Titans and Bills games we'll talk talk about um, when those weeks arrive. And the Colts, obviously we'll talk about that. That's a sneaky good team. It is. They're not a bad team at all. And the Bills again and the Jaguars and Dolphins to run up the season should be two pretty easy wins to cap off the year with those two. But, I mean, this this next... Those four weeks right there, Titans, Bills, Colts, Bills, you know, nothing, nothing's easy there. It's, it's going to be a rough one. And this, looking at this AFC playoff picture, it, there's a lot still to be determined. There's a lot of spots up in the air. I mean, when you look at it, you've got Denver at five and five right there, sitting in what is that, the eleventh spot, and then you've got Kansas City as a wild card team. Kansas City's not a wild card team. Pittsburgh is a wild card team at five three and one. So the difference from five and five to five three and one from the fifth spot to the eleventh spot is unbelievable right now. I mean the AFC is as tight as it gets at the moment. Yeah, this I mean it's gonna be a it's been a roller coaster of a season, and I think that's what we're gonna see the rest of the season. There isn't any clear cut team that is playoff bound at the moment. Definitely their favorites, but I mean it's very possible that Arizona or Green Bay doesn't get in. I mean they're gonna have to lose a lot of games, but there I'm is no. At, I'm looking at the AFC side of things. I'm right. talking about teams in general. Ah, okay. Right. And I mean even Tennessee. There's there there the AFC in particular is even closer than the NFC. So I mean, yeah, there, there's I mean, there's possibility the leaders from both um, conferences don't get in. Yeah, I mean Tennessee's a game and a half up on Buffalo, but you're right. I mean they've they, they've looked really good, but they're still. I mean they're they're missing Derrick Henry, which is a huge huge loss for them. They've looked good the past couple of weeks, but you know when you just look at this Tennessee team on paper, it's you could see them falling apart. It's it's possible, no doubt about it. And I mean I can see this Baltimore team falling apart too. They kind of have recently. Uh, they haven't looked their strongest. I mean, they dropped. They've they've dropped two of their last three, and the only win they've had is in overtime over the Vikings. They lost to the Dolphins this past week on that Thursday night showdown, which came as a surprise. And they play Chicago on Sunday, and Chicago's coming off a bye. They look fully healthy. David Montgomery is back, and I mean, the Chicago team has looked more improved as the season's gone on. They're they're one of those teams that are getting better week by week too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. This Ravens team, I mean, they, they don't have an easy rest of the schedule either. They've got the Bears, then the Browns. It goes Bears, Browns, Steelers, Browns, Packers, Bengals, Rams, Steelers. That's, a, that's not a pretty schedule. <laughs> no, it's not at and, all. And there are some teams in there that you're like, oh, they're a win, but, like, they're, it's it's those sneaky good matchups. Yeah, I mean. Like the, the Steelers. The, they really aren't a good team, but – at this point in the season, it's a sneaky good matchup the way both teams are playing. At this moment of the season, the only team left with a losing record on their schedule is the Bears coming up this Sunday. Everyone else has at least a 500 or better record, which is a crazy schedule down the stretch for them. Obviously, the Browns are at 500 with 5-5. Five and five. Everyone else has a winning record. <clears throat> Not pretty for them. And let's talk about the Rams here briefly. The Los Angeles Rams... What's is is it 
time for an alarm with them? I mean, that's it's. We looked at this Niners game, and it was. I didn't see the Niners come out and dominate this game. I didn't expect that to happen. And then, obviously, Tennessee's a good team, but they didn't look great against Tennessee either, and they really didn't look great against San Fran. They've lost two straight now, and they've got the Packers sitting there waiting for them on Sunday. I mean, that's. Excuse me. That's gonna be that's gonna be next Sunday. They're on a buy this week, which they really need this buy right now. But I mean, after the buy, they've got the Packers right there. I mean, what's what's happening with this Rams team? Uh, when we talked about this 49ers-Rams game, I had mentioned in particular there's a lot of hype being built up around it. I didn't know why. This I don't want to say this 49, 49ers team is bad this year. They just haven't played how I, I feel like they should, so we doubt them a little much. But I, there was a lot of hype being built up around it, and I couldn't figure it out, and I, we found out why. But what I can say is, what team has OBJ gone to that he's made better? I guess it's almost like, and I'm not one for curses, but it's almost like a, a, a curse kind of thing. I'm not, I'm not for those things, but I mean, look, at, look, look at the history. Yeah, I mean, it's it's his rookie year in New York was obviously fun, but I mean, ever since since then, it's just kind of felt like he's never played for a, a, a true winner. Maybe it's because he's not a winner himself, among other things, but it'll be – that's a storyline to watch right there. I think as far as his player talent and stuff, obviously them losing Robert Woods, that torn ACL, Odell fits perfectly into that role. He's, he's an elite athlete, and, you know, if he can manage to pull it together and get on the same page as Stafford and get on the same page as the rest of the team, he'd, he'd fit perfectly into it, but that's yet to be determined. Yeah, I don't think there's anything to be worried about. For this Rams team, they're gonna play. They're gonna play a couple good teams to finish the season off, but I think this Rams team is. I think they're okay. And that will be one to watch. There, we're sitting here at week eleven. We've got kind of an idea of, of who's the star teams at the, who's the top teams in this at this point in the season. If you had to make your Super Bowl prediction right now, who do you have coming out of the AFC and the NFC at this point in the year? You want to throw? You want to throw your out first? of the? Ooh, because it's t- there's a lot of teams out of the NFC. Of out of the NFC, I probably have Dallas. I think Dallas just Dallas looks incredible right now. You hear that, Cowboys fans? And the AFC's based, tough to pick. <laughs> they're both tough to pick. They are, no doubt. I, I mean. You got to choose from the NFC out of five teams right now. You could pick Green Bay, Arizona, Dallas, Tampa Bay, or LA. Uh, that's I mean, AFC is just as hard. I don't think Tennessee is. I'm I'm really between Buffalo and Kansas City, and I know we haven't seen a whole lot from Kansas City, but we said they needed that breakout game, and they're going to get on their ways. They had that game. I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas City one out the rest of the season. They I mean they've got some challenges. They got the Cowboys this week. Could it be Cody, Cody's future Super Bowl matchup this Sunday? So uh, that who else do they play this season? They play the Cowboys, Raiders who've kind of fallen off, Chargers who are not not nearly as good as I thought they would be. Bengals, Chiefs, Steelers, Broncos, 
it's very possible this Kansas City team wins out and is 13 and 4 12 and 5 at the least um so I'm I'm really pushing between Buffalo and Kansas City and the AFC even though in the back of my mind I'm definitely thinking about the Patriots I'm not, I'm not going to think I'm not saying that that's my guess, but I definitely I could see it. You know what the perfect storybook, and I'll I'll give you this perfect storyline here prior to telling you who I actually think's going to be there. But imagine just imagine if we got a New England Tampa Bay Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be something? I would love <laughs> to see rookie Mac Jones win a Super Bowl, though. Has a rookie quarterback ever won a Super Bowl? No, the closest the, the the quarterback that's come closest was Dak a few years ago. When when Dak was a rookie, they got to the divisional round, or they get the championship. They got, year, cha- they got to the NFC championship. What year was? How many years had Russell Wilson been in the league? The year he won his first, because I knew he was young. I don't know. It might have been two or three, but I mean, like Brady was only two or three years into the league when he won his first. Two. I want I want to see Mac Jones. Win a Super Bowl as a rookie. No rookie has ever won a Super Bowl as a quarterback. I want, I want to see it. Imagine if it was over Tom Brady, too. Oh. That would be something else. Now, I would as much as I would love to see New England get there, I think this AFC is extremely strong. And I think that New England has all the pieces to get there. But I have to st- I have to take take my bias shoes off here. Take my bias that, shoes it's off. It's going to be a rough playoff run for them. It's going to be a rough playoff run for any of these teams, really. There's going to be no easy games from, from one through seven seeds. Yeah, it's one of those years where there is no standalone best team in the league. No, there's not. I mean, there just isn't. We've it's, had those in the years past, though, where, like, there is a standalone best team. They're just – they're oh, all yeah. it's, it's been so competitive this year. It's so hard not to go with Kansas City right now. It's really not. Um, it's sad because they've looked like crap the entire season. Yeah. And after one game, we're like, oh, they're back, which is really like, it is sad, but it shows how great that team actually is. Because I mean, when you're sitting here looking at this this AFC conference and you're looking at all these teams, you're going, you know, the New Tennessee, Buffalo, Baltimore, New England, the Chargers, Pitt, I don't, Pittsburgh even, like all of them are just kind of, on this even even level, and you look at all the talents on Kansas City, and you just you're just naturally thinking to put them above that. You're just naturally believing that they're there, and and I I really don't want them to be, but because I mean I would I would love to see my Patriots get there, but I, I think I'm gonna have to go with Kansas City out of the AFC and the NFC. I gotta go with the Buccaneers. I I just think they're gonna get back there again. I think they will. Yeah, I, I could see it. I just this this Dallas team has really this impressed team, me. They they look fantastic. They're right there with them, and I just this Rams team too. Though I mean, no, I mean no doubt the Rams are all in right now. You know what's amazing to me is though the team that I feel like most people think is the best team in the league. We haven't talked about once in this the debate. Packers. No, the Cardinals. We haven't said a word about them. I I haven't been big on them all season. But the Packers. You think we're going to talk about the Packers? They always blow it. (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you mean the Packers? I, I feel like a lot of people do think they're the best team in the league they right now. They probably are, but they're going to blow it. I'm not going to talk Super Bowl you, about you, them. You said, you said the the team a lot of people think are the best team in the league, and I've seen the Packers number one on people's power rankings right now. I mean, they're up there. That's, yeah, they just, are, but no, it'll be, I, I'm excited for the rest of the season nonetheless. I hope. I, I, I would like to see the Bills make it, though. I would love to I see I love it. watching Josh Allen. The only issue is Josh Allen has been streaky this season. He has been. They, they mean, that loss to Jacksonville was just inexcusable. There's no way around it. Um, Potentially one of the best quarterbacks in the league. That offense puts six points up against Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, it's pitiful. When you look at this, this Bills rest of the season schedule, too, I mean, theirs is slightly harder than New England's is. I mean, they play the same schedule. Um, essentially, you're just playing each other, replacing that. But I mean, they've got Colts, Saints, Patriots, Buccaneers, Panthers, Patriots, Falcons, Jets. So I mean, they they obviously New England's already played they New play Orleans. Two teams under 500. Yeah, that New England's already played New Orleans and Tampa Bay and Carolina. So I mean, it's it's you've got all these teams left, and Buffalo's got the short end of the stick here. You. You would think that based on the schedule the Buffaloes played at this point, they'd be in a little bit of a better spot than they are. But, I mean, they're only up by a half a game on the AFC East. That is still widely up for grabs between you know between New England and Buffalo, of course. Sorry, Miami and Jets fans, but you know what else is what else is still up for grab? An NFC uh, wild card spot by uh, the Panthers. That Panther schedule is pretty easy. I'm, t- I'm telling you, Cam is going to go in there and run the tables. He is going to go. He played, what, six snaps and scored two touchdowns this past weekend? I, for granted, they were one yard out. But I just, you get a healthy Christian McCaffrey, you get a super mobile quarterback, run the option 30 times a game. I've got a buddy of mine up in Charlotte who's a big Panthers fan. And he was he, he goes to a lot of the Panthers games, and he told me he's not going this weekend because tickets up there for not only is it Cam is back in Carolina, but Ron Rivera's returned to Carolina as well for Washington. Tickets are three and a half times where they usually are. Three and a half times more expensive, and they're still projected to sell out in Carolina. That is. <clears throat> the amount of hype around Cam, at the very least, they're not going to win games. $140? They ain't that expensive. Three and a half times face value. They selling tickets for $40? Probably. It's Carolina. That's for a cheap ticket. That's the cheapest ticket. It's $140 on Vivid Seats right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would imagine that that's... For that being the cheapest one, like I'm sure the nosebleeds go for like forty. That's probably what. No, that that's is. the cheapest. Yeah. 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 Okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Well, this Panthers team has a ridiculous easy schedule too. They do. No, they, they, can, they don't. They can, no, they don't. They definitely don't. Okay, the next three weeks are though. Yeah, they, they can play Buccaneers twice, the Bills, and the Saints. They got a chance. Put it that they way. They need to win these next three weeks to put themselves in a spot to do it, because you have to beat Washington, you've got to beat Miami, and you've got to beat Atlanta. And then you play Bills, Buccaneers, Saints, Buccaneers. It's no no easy path from there. I agree, but there's there's a lot to to be determined for sure. 
The one thing that Carolina should be happy about is Cam's already been there. He's got the chemistry with the players. Yeah. And He's played with Christian McCaffrey before. I mean. That will be one to I, watch. There's I, a ton a ton of NFL storylines to watch. We've got about five minutes left here. I'm going to shift gears on us here. We're going to switch to college basketball. A couple of huge games last night. You know, this North Carolina-Charleston game was a lot of fun to watch. I thought Charleston could pull this game out. I really did. Uh, UNC proved me wrong there. They, they took care of business. But there were two shocking results here. And I guess this first one's not really shocking. Seton Hall is a, is a really good basketball school. They're a great basketball team. But they got the upset against Michigan. I didn't expect, I mean, on Michigan's home floor, too. I didn't expect this game to go in the in the favor of Seton Hall. I thought Michigan would be able to to take care of business here. It's not like they did anything crazy late. Seton Hall just made free throws. Seton Hall is one of those teams, though, that uh, each year they have a big ranked win in the beginning of the season. You don't know who it's going to be, but, I mean, they usually get a ranked win at the beginning of the season. Seton Hall is usually a decent basketball team as well. So, I mean – like yeah, I'm surprised it came against Michigan, but at the same time, you knew it was coming. Just who is it going to be against? Yeah, and obviously they they Seton Hall's got. I mean, when you turn around here, they they beat Michigan, and then coming five days from now they play Ohio State too. I mean, it's it's they've got the opportunity for more ranked wins. I would expect them the next AP poll will be out by the time they play Ohio State. I would expect to see them in the rankings. Them being three and zero right now. Um, and with that big win over Michigan, but that Ohio State game becomes that much bigger for both of those teams. Elsewhere in college basketball, BYU steamrolled Oregon. This game was not close. I thought Oregon was ranked a little high to start the season. I didn't think this game would go like this, though. Like, 32 points is ridiculous. You're the number 12 team in the nation. You got trampled absolutely trampled I mean like it was for granted BYU did shoot ridiculously well from the field at 60% and then, and then but they held Oregon to 32% too everything that could have gone right for BYU in this game pretty much did I mean that Oregon never led in this game BYU was up by 33 at one point I mean it was it was Unbelievable performance from BYU. Yeah, it was a it was a good performance from BYU. Shifting gears though, to a team that almost choked, Alabama, five point win over South Alabama, the number fourteen team in the nation. South was up at halftime too. Yes, it's an, I can't believe that they only won that game by five. This seemed uncharacteristic from Alabama, though. Obviously, their their poor three point shooting was was something to watch there. I mean, that's you don't typically see them shoot twenty six percent from three. But also, I feel like they take more threes than that. I feel like they typically shoot more than twenty seven threes a game. They're a team that loves to get up and down the floor. NATO loves to spread the floor. You either take threes or you take layups or you take free throws. That's what that's what he wants, really. And they, they typically take a lot more threes. I don't know if it was uh we're not shooting the three well, so let's go let's go with something else. Kind of a philosophy, but if you're a team like Alabama, when the games get tough, you can't 
abandon what you're good at. You just have to hope that some shots fall. Obviously, they won this game, but they did play South Alabama. So you've got to expect them to do better than this. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Bama, they're not they're an emerging basketball program. Obviously, they have the best season that they've had last year. Expecting a lot from them this year. Just That's not a good sign early in the season. You need to put games like that away. Yeah, they've got two more kind of quote-unquote cupcake opponents to round out. I guess Iona's not really a cupcake opponent. Oakland should be, though, <clears throat> to round out the month of November and then December for Alabama. They've got Gonzaga, number one Gonzaga, number 15 Houston, number 11 Memphis, and then kicking off conference play at the end of December, they've got number 17 Tennessee. Just, I don't think it's going to happen. What if they won all of those games? They'd be a top-five team in the nation, no doubt about it. And there's tons of storylines to dive into in college basketball. Unfortunately, we are out of time here. Cody and I will be back with you on Friday previewing the football weekend, and that will do it for today's edition of Hot Takes.